Hello, welcome to Locked on Sharks, the premier hockey podcast of your favorite team in the Bay Area. And on today's episode, we're going to continue our uh, review of the Barracuda players by looking at the defenders and the goalies. Uh, look at guys like Shakira Mukumadon and their impact and kind of what's next for these guys. So all that and more on today's episode of Locked on Sharks. Your Locked On Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, J.D. Young, contributor at San Jose Hockey Now. I want to thank you for making Locked On Sharks your first listen. We're proudly a part of the Locked On Network, where we cover your team every day. Um, You can easily find us wherever you get podcasts. And, of course, watch this on YouTube as well. And we're going to uh, continue our kind of dive into the Barracuda this week. Uh, Monday, of course, we had Nick Nolenberger on to kind of a nice overview. And I start to look ahead of what's next for the Barracuda. Um, and then we on Tuesday, we also had uh, um, we, we do- dove into the uh, forwards and kind of which guys are you know expected to kind of make that next step and continue to kind of go forward and become, you know, the next wave of guys for the Barracuda. So um, today we're going to f- focus on the blue line and the goalies, um, you know, kind of which guys are expected to be back next season and which guys are going to might be fighting for jobs or completely else uh, somewhere else going into next season. So um, we're going to start with one um, Artemi Kanaja. We're going in order of points uh, for the blue liners um, and Artemi Kanaja led all the blue, all the defenders uh, in points last season. Um, so, Kanajev uh, at the start of next year will be 22. He has what be one year left on his contract, his ELC contract. Uh, he played 61 games this year, had five goals, 23 assists, and 127 shots on goal. And Kanajev was one of those players uh, who you see his improvement just throughout the season and by the end of the season had really kind of found his game and really kind of took it to a next level. Um I'm very, very excited about Kanajev as, as kind of being a, a two-way defender, um, you know, providing some offense and, and providing defense as well. He's never going to be a shutdown defender, and he's never going to be a, you know, a, a massive point scorer in the NHL. But I think he can be a good two-way defender for for the Sharks. Um, and you really saw him kind of find his game the second half of the season, especially with uh, the blue line that was for the Barracuda, definitely dealing with a bunch of injuries. Um, and he was asked to kind of do a lot of things, you know, play on the power play, play on the penalty kill, um, you know, play basically play in all situations. And I really, like I said, I think Kanaja, the second half of, his se- of the season this year, um, he was a, a bright spot for the Barracuda, especially on that blue line. And I think his game took a huge step forward. I expect him to be back on the Barracuda next season. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if at the end of assuming the Sharks are bad next year, at the end of the season, if he's getting some NHL time, especially as his contract's probably to expire or go his, his first con- his ELC is about to expire. They kind of want to see what, how much he's grown since the last time he got NHL experience, which was um the 2020, 2020, or the 2021, uh, 2022 season. Gosh, it's been that long. Um, 
he's got a, a little bit of it, but really kind of want to see how how he's grown and where he kind of fits. And um, I think can I can I should be in the you know running for a top four, um, you know potentially top defensive the top pairing defensive unit for the CUDA next year. So um, as we're really excited with with his development this this season. So uh, moving on next, um, Derek Pouillot. So. Uh, he'll be 29 or he just turned 29. He'll be 29 at that start of next season. He is a UFA um, 37 games uh, had four goals, 21 assists, 72 shots on goal. If he had played more games, he would have easily led the Barracuda in scoring, but um, he was the Barracuda's defense, best defenseman. Uh, he won that award for them. Um, got an NHL contract, you know, signed an NHL only contract last season and then uh, earned himself an NHL contract and played some NHL games last year. Uh, famously assisted on William Eklund's first goal. But, um, got you know, I, I he really, really solidified was was an anchor for that blue line. We talked about it with, with Nick Nolenberger on Monday. Um, this blue line that you saw, especially when he in the middle of the season when he got hurt, um, the blue line kind of fell apart. I would love, love to have Derek Pouliot back on the Barracuda next season. Um, if Pouliot is, is there next year, like you feel like there, this there's a lot of young talent, but having Pouliot kind of lead the way for the, for the defenders next year um, would be great. I don't know if it's in the cards. We'll see. Um, maybe he's earned himself uh, an, an, an another NHL contract, or who knows. But um, with his play this season. Maybe somebody takes a swing on him, but I would love to have him back. We'll see what happens in the future. But um, I thought he was a, a great, great signing by Joe Will and Mike Greer this offseason and really, really solidified the blue line, especially when everything was kind of falling uh, apart around them. So um, we'll shall see. I hope he's back. But And then uh, Patrick Seeloff. Who would have guessed if you had told me Patrick Seeloff was – third in uh scoring for defenseman uh i would have easily called you a liar um patrick Seeloff, 29 uh played 71 games this year would have played every game but they gave him the night off in the final game of the season um had one goal 13 assists 81 shots on goal um you a guy like Seeloff who came in on a you know on a, a tryout basically you know played half the season on trial earned a ahl contract um you know, wore a letter like this. This is a guy who you really impressive uh, what he kind of did and how, again, helped to, to solidify a lot of stuff that was falling around. Um, we'll see if he earns another AHL contract. There's a lot of these type of guys, um, you know, Seeloff, uh, Hallway, uh, you know, a bunch of these kind of guys who are going to be fighting for some, some spots, especially with the Sharks adding so much uh, blue line prospect talent that's going to make be making an uh, impact next year on the Barracuda. Um, you know, if I would be more than happy to bring him back, um, you know, as another camp tryout and kind of see what goes from there. But you know, um, good good story for Seeloff this season. So um, yeah, I, I was I was pleasantly surprised by him. So and then next we'll go Montana Onyabuchi. So Onyabuchi. 23 um, earned played an AHL contract last year um, is a, a UFA again this year. He's a, he's a free agent. Um, if the sharks want to sign him to another, if the Barracuda star want to sign him to another um, 
if he had had a good season and didn't get hurt, he got hurt halfway through the season and, and basically lost the rest of the season. Um, it would have been interesting if he had continued the way he was playing, if he had, would have earned himself an NHL contract. Um, again, finished, you know, not including Ryan Merkley, finished fourth among the uh, active, we'll say, active uh, Barracuda defenseman with his 10 points. And you saw in the beginning of the season was, you know, we know Anya Bucci really can provide the kind of physical nature. Um, but he had some scoring touch this year. And when I interviewed him, he talked about just kind of shooting more and also just having better players on the, uh, on the forward group. Um, but you, you saw some more of the offense um, th this season. So um, I expect I would, I think he will be back on another AHL contract. Um, Cause again, I know the sharks have added some blue line prospects, Um but I think in the AHL, you still need some very physical defenders. And I think Montana Anyabuchi brings that. And you've developed this guy over the past two seasons. And I, I think there's are definitely a role for him uh, going forward. So, but um, I hope they bring Anyabuchi back. So before we continue um, with, with the defenders, and then we'll get into the goalies. Uh, we're going to be talking about Shakira Mukumadulin here in a second. But before we do all that, I do need to take a quick break. Uh, talk to you guys about our friends um, over at Bird Dogs, uh, one of our new sponsors. So Bird Dogs, it's getting hot. It's summertime. You want some comfy pants that make you actually look really, really nice. Uh, Bird Dogs the way to go they sent me a couple pairs um they're really stretchy fabric but they kind of snap back in and they're so much comfier than basically any other pair pair of pants or shorts i own um they're great great weekend shorts right if you got kids soccer in the morning then you're going to you know got to run all the errands around target and home depot and lowe's then you're going to go out to you know maybe you go out to the the brewery um at night all situations, they got you covered. Um, like I said, just in the the, the built-in underwear, life-changing, life-changing uh, with the built-in underwear. So um, go check them out. And right now, when you go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnNHL, enter the promo code LockedOnNHL. They're going to throw you in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler uh, with every order. So when you're at the pool, at the kids' soccer games, running errands or whatever you're doing in the heat. It's going to keep your drink nice and cold. Um, you know, get you, get you hydrated through the day while you're wearing your bird dogs. So again, go check out birddogs.com. Get yourself a free tumbler when you use the promo code locked on NHL. All right. Um, so yeah, most of those guys, you know, it'll be interesting to see kind of where some of those guys are back. Um, we're going to get into some guys who will be back when you're going to be expected to be kind of taking big steps. And, uh, I think the first one is Shakir Mukumadulin, um, who started a little slow, which is expected, right? Especially coming over at the end of the season, long KHL season coming to a new system, all that stuff. Uh, but really, really caught on fire as, as he gained more confidence, um, he's, he'll be 21, two years left on his ELC at 894, 894,000, uh, in 12 games, he was almost a point per player game on the blue line, had a goal and 10 assists with 13 shots on goal. And I expect him to really kind of be the, the, the top defender for the Barracuda next year, at least, um, uh, when it comes to points, I, I, 
I would be surprised if he's playing NHL games uh, just because I still think it's a a little bit shaky, um, you know, especially what we saw. But after he got more comfortable in the system and, you know, uh, just more comfortable with his teammates, he really kind of calmed down and settled down. And you can see why the Sharks are very, very excited about his potential. Um, I, I'm I'm expecting big things out of Mukmadula next season. So, um, you know, especially if he can continue this scoring pace. I know he had a game where he had four points um, in that game. But if he's flirting around a, a point-per-game player as a defenseman next year, um, you know, or even if he's in 72 games, if he's got like over 50 or 60 points um, and is really showing growth in his defensive and just more – confidence i think that's the thing with him is just kind of showing that confidence um the sharks are gonna be feeling really really good about muka Madillon going forward so um again i don't expect him to be in play for a sharks roster spot uh especially going from the khl over here that's we know with defenders it takes a little bit uh a little bit different getting used to kind of the the, the smaller ice Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Just kind of relearning those angles and where you need to be. Um, I know it's less ice to defend, but the game is just much, much different. Um, and he needs to continue to bulk up and get ready to play bigger, stronger, you know, forwards. Um, not get you know kind of pushed around as much. So, um, but I'm really excited about Mukumadul, and I, I think we saw a taste of it last year, and with the forward group kind of coming back and you're expecting a lot of those guys to kind of take us another step, you know, guys like Robbins and stuff that you have to be excited for what Mukumadulin could do too uh, with those guys. So um, expect, expect big things from Mukumadulin next season. So, um, and again was in 12 games uh, ended up being fifth in uh, excluding Merkley ended up being fifth in scoring along the blue line. I don't know if that's, a testament to the uh, lack of scoring on the blue line or just lack of scoring in, in general from the Barracuda, but, you know, really provided a, an offensive spark for the team at the end, down the stretch. All right. Darren Brady, uh, another one of those kind of guys who camp invites earned under an AHL contract. We 27 in the next, uh, the beginning of next season, um, 50 games, had three goals, six assists, 51 shots on goal. Again, we're, you're going to start to see a numbers game with guys like Seeloff and Brady, and we'll talk about Will Rydell and Anya Bucci. And so we'll see if he's back. Um, I thought he played, you know, played. He's going to at least give himself a chance to earn a contract, if not here, at least somewhere else type of situation. Um, I think it's just going to be become a numbers game for the Barracuda going forward here on the blue line. And, you know, maybe he goes and plays in the ECHL or and he's kind of, or he goes to another AHL team and is just kind of, if you need him, you can kind of always give him a call and, uh, you know, sign him to a, a amateur tryout and kind of go from there type of situation. So, um, Will Rydell, kind of the same thing, right? 27, uh, 32 games this year, had two goals, three assists with 48 shots on goal. Um, you know, like kind of the same thing with Brady, right? Where it's, it's going to eventually become a numbers game with these, especially with the additions and in, in the, on the blue line. So, um, yeah. All right. And then uh, Nick Chichek. So Chichek uh, has one year left on his $835,000 uh, ELC. Uh, he'll be 23 at the beginning of next season. 
37 games, uh, had one goal, two assists, but 36 shots in goal. Interestingly enough, he scored more points in the NHL this year, made his debut in the NHL. Um, I think he's going to kind of be that bounce between guy where he's going to play um, AHL games, and then as, if somebody gets hurt, he's probably going to be the first call-up to go play NHL games for the Sharks, um, you know, kind of going forward. So um, I think they're – the offense, you were hoping to make him to kind of maybe take another step forward offensively, but I can kind of understand, especially when he played uh, a majority of the time at the beginning of the season when the, the team was still kind of figuring things out um, and then uh, bounce between the Sharks and, and, and the Barracuda kind of the middle of the season as well. So um, I, I kind of expect him to start. He's still waivers eligible, so or waiver he can pass through waivers without having, or he can be sent down. Excuse me, without having to pass through waivers. Um, I expect him to start next season on the Barracuda. Um, you know, but like he's going to be playing a top four role for the Barracuda and kind of you know Pugliat's not there. I think he's going to kind of take that role as you know the the defensive leader i would not be surprised if chichek is wearing an a next season um just because he kind of seems like one of those one of those guys who a lot of guys look to um but again i i think he's going to be kind of living that tweener life right now of playing between the nhl and playing between the the ahl at, at the moment and you know that's you know, you usually have to kind of go through a year or two of that before you kind of solidify yourself as an NHL uh, player. So, um, you know, look at guys like Magna and Middleton and, you know, all these guys who kind of played in the AHL for a while and then eventually kind of got their shot in the NHL. And I know you got a taste of it last year. Um, but I think I think Nick Chichek can be a solid bottom pairing defenseman in the NHL going forward um, or a top level AHL defender, you know, kind of shut down defender. So um, I expect we hopefully we see a little bit more stability with Chichek uh, going forward and, you know, partnering him with a guy like Muka Madulin um, or Kanijav or whoever. Um, I think that's that's a kind of a good spot for him, especially like a guy like Muka Madulin can provide the offense and Chichek can kind of, focus a little bit more on being the kind of defender of between the two um, uh, players. So, um, but congrats to him. I mean, he's worked really hard, you know, got got his NHL debut this year, you know, was provided four assists, which I still think it's crazy, but he, you know, providing that much uh, offense, providing more offense in shorter amount of games in the NHL than they did in the AHL. But, um, you know, uh, I think also, Playing a little bit with Eric Carlson kind of helps that too. So, um, but yeah, I, I'm still excited about Chichek um, going forward. You know, I, I think he's still in that Middleton uh, magnet type of, of path for him going forward. So, um, before we get into the goalies and stuff like that, um, you know, I, I think kind of looking forward, looking ahead for for the the Barracuda and their defense right here going into next year. Right, you have. Um, Kanijov, who's going to be back, uh, Shakir Mukumudulin, Nikita Ahutka. Um, I'm struggling with that one still. Um, he's going to be ready to roll right. Um, you're going to have Nick Chichek um, as well. Then you've, you've got, you know, Nikolai Kanijov who's, might be in the mix as well. It may be if he doesn't win a job right out of, out of camp. But there's going to be some talent along this blue line uh for the for the sharks or i mean sorry for for the barracuda right um i don't expect gian and Larocque, who this is also um potentially available i don't expect him especially since he missed basically the entire uh 
season except for uh, four games. I expect him to stay with Victoria for one more season and then kind of make his uh, when Victoria's season is over, he'll I think he'll jump up to the Barracuda and that will be kind of he'll be um, a professional hockey player from there on out. Um, but then you have, you know, Artem Gurev, who, if you remember, he was one of the last guys who got sent back um, to the OHL. He signed his ELC. I expect him to be with the Barracuda next season and, you know, kind of uh, providing that that kind of physical edge, kind of like the Montana Anyabuchi style. Um, really found his offense once he got traded to Flint. Um, I don't know if Petersboro was, was maybe the best fit for him, but once he, you know, I think he got more opportunity um, once he got traded, you know, and even looking at, so among the Sharks, you're, there's going to be a numbers game at some point. Um, Nikolai Knizhov, who I think is still waivers exempt. Um, it'll be close. I'm not sure. So, um, no, he's got one more NHL game and then he's loses his waiver exemption. So, um, yeah, so he's going, you know, can only play one more NHL game before he's got to start passing to waivers. Um, you have Henry Thrun, of course you have, who's going to, I think they're going to give every opportunity to, to kind of fight for an NHL job. Um, you know, then you're going to have guys like Jacob McDonald, Redeem Shimmick, like, there's kind of be a numbers game. And one of those guys, you know, I, I posed the question of Redeem Shimmick might be starting to phase into an AHL. So no matter what happens, right, you're going to have some quality, quality blue line defenders um, are, are look going forward. So, um, yeah, I feel really, really solid about where the, the blue line is headed into next offseason for the Barracuda. And that doesn't even include if they have any signings or whoever they bring back, um, you know, or at least competing for jobs. So should I think we should, we're going to see much deeper, more talented blue line than we did this season for the Barracuda. So um, before we continue, look at the goalies. Um, Wait till you hear the improvement from the goalies here. Do need to take a quick break. Talk to you guys about our friends over at eBay Motors. So you guys know um, for a championship team, it's all about making sure it's a perfect. Uh, each player is a perfect fit. Is the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guarantee Fit, you can make sure that every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to the My Garage and look for a green check to make sure that the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride eBay guarantee fit only available to us customers, eligible items, only exclusions apply. All right. Um, so the Barracuda, Oh, I missed one. I missed one defender, uh, Patrick Holloway, uh, kind of in the same thing. He had two points, uh, in 27 games, same type of thing where he's going to, he's going to be fighting for a, a, a spot. So my bad Patrick Holloway. Um, all right. The goalies, one, Aaron Dell uh, got the majority of the starts, so he'll be 34 at the beginning of the next season. Just had his birthday. Um, this season, he played 38 games, 898 save percentage, 314 goals against average, 954 saves. Um, I don't think Aaron Dell's going to be back, especially with the goalies that they've signed. 
uh, or expected to sign. Um, you have Itumakinemi, he's projected to be back. Uh, he has an RFA. We'll get into that here in a minute. You know, you just signed Magnus Krona um, from you know, after finishing up school, um, you sign uh, the Russian uh, Georgiev Romanov. Um, so there's going to be some competition in in there. And with the expectation, I believe that McEnany is going to be the guy going forward. But um, Aaron Dell, I think, did exactly what you wanted. He helped kind of solidify the Barracuda goalie room, especially I'm going to go through last year, this year's numbers and last year's numbers for the Barracuda. It's absolutely insane. Um but you know, provided some uh, leadership in that room, especially with the young guys like McEnany and Mann, and just kind of was a stabilizing force for the in net for the Barracuda after what we saw last season. And they rode him really hard at the end of the season to try to make the playoffs. But uh, just you know, guys, uh, no, unfortunately, uh, Kuda just missed out on, on making the playoffs. So um, I don't expect Dell to be back. Um, it'll be interesting if he gets another shot elsewhere, um, or if you know, I think. Aaron Dell kind of feels like a good goalie coach eventually. So maybe he starts trans, uh, trans, transferring into that lifestyle here soon. But I expect him, somebody will give him a, a call here this offseason to see if he wants to come and play in the AHL for them. So kind of just be be a third goalie for somebody. So um, Ichi Makanemi uh, is 24 RFA. Um, evolving Hockey projects him to sign a one-year vet min type of contract. Um Played 22 games, had an, uh, this season 900 save percentage, 296 goals against average, 543 saves. Also did make his NHL debut, um, beating the Ducks. Uh, I think he gave up uh, two goals in that game. Um, Bakanemi kind of feels like the de facto goalie number one for the Barracuda next season, but um, injuries have derailed his last two seasons, his last season with uh, Chicago before he got traded to San Jose this last offseason. And then, um, you know, he he didn't – he wasn't able to finish out the season this year with an unknown injury, but apparently was not related to to the one inch, uh, that hurt – that we – got hurt in Chicago. So um, I expect him to be the starting goaltender for the Barracuda next season um, and kind of be that third goaltender for the Sharks. I still think they're going to get some competition for Capo Kakinen, um, but I think McEnany is, is going to be the third, and I wouldn't be surprised if he's playing some – if his season with Barracuda go well, I wouldn't be surprised if he's playing some games with the Sharks at some point next year as well. So – um, and then Strauss Mann, who uh, I feel like might be the odd man out here, especially with all the signings, right? He'll be 25. Uh, he's also an RFA. Played 22 games uh, with the Barracuda. Also played a, a handful of games in the ECHL. 894 save percentage, 332 goals against average with 490 saves. Um, man, you have to remember, was signed before Mike Greer got there. Uh, he was signed in April. Uh, Mike Greer got there end of June, beginning of July, uh, whenever that was. That was a blur. But, you know, I think we know what type of goalie um, that Mike Greer likes. You, you see Magnus Krona, big boy. Um, Georgie Romanov, big boy. Like, he seems to kind of want these bigger goalies. Even, you know, Mason Bopet's a, a tall goalie as well, and I think that's kind of the direction he is leaning. Um, Mr. Osman's, uh, you know, touch over six foot, I believe, uh, or maybe six foot. Um, actually, I saw him in person. I think I'm a slightly taller than him, but and I'm like six foot on the dot. So, um, but, you know, I I think he earned himself at least another 
try out somewhere else um, to kind of go in. I, I, I was a, I, I think Strasman can still be a, a good AHL goalie and maybe a potential kind of third goalie for a, a team, um, you know, going forward. Um, you know, I just, I just think he's kind of good. It's going to be a numbers game for him with the Sharks going forward. But um, before we finish up, like I said, I wanted to talk about the goalie situation for the Barracuda last year versus this year. It's, it's absolutely insane. So um, this year, the all goalies, uh, if you combine their numbers um, are, so they played 72 games, um, had five shutouts goals against average was, uh, that's so weird. And for some reason it adds empty nets in there. Huh. Um, basically like their goals against average was right around, you know, 320 or something like that. Right. Um, 315, 320 save percentage, 891. Again, that's can't be right with the empty netters. That doesn't make sense. Anyway, there's so you had 894, 898, 900. So we'll just kind of say 898 or whatever is like their save percentage. Um, last year, why do they put empty net? That's so dumb. Um, this is, it makes it hard to kind of look at, but anyway, uh, way to go, HL. Last year, the Barracuda played six different goalies, uh, with a 422 goals against average, um, and like an eight. 70 save percentage uh with aiden hill and his three one start like kind of leading the way um yeah it's just night and day so hopefully the cuda can keep this going forward especially with each makanemi kind of being the de facto number one and magnus krona or georgie romanev whoever kind of wins the backup job and then i assume the third one will we'll, we'll start the season in the echl um and then like we saw last year, they'll kind of rotate and bring that guy, you know, bring that guy, third guy in uh, occasionally. But um, if they can, if Makinemi can take it, continue to take a step forward, stay healthy, this blue line looks talented. Like this Barracuda team is going to be fun next year, even though they may not have the top end talent like a William Eklund and Thomas Bordelow for the whole season. Um, I think they're going to be, uh, I think they're going to be a deeper team with guys kind of with a lot more experience so uh should be a fun barracuda team going forward so a more consistent barracuda team as, as we talked about with nick nolenberger so um thank you guys for watching or listening or however you are consuming this um we'll be back tomorrow uh we have another draft profile bo achey with brock Otten of uh hockey uh, McKean's hockey, and he also does the podcast with uh, with our bald friend Tony Ferrari. So we talk about Bo Aiki, and I get his Carlson Smith um, or Michkov answer, and uh, his might surprise you a little bit. So, um, so you guys, make sure you guys are following along wherever you get podcasts, or you can watch on YouTube as well. You can follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Locked On Sharks. Follow me on Twitter at my Fryhole, and until tomorrow, bye, friends.